What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Screen Beans. This is episode 110. We're your hosts, Jerry Wilson. And Carolyn Chillick. And today is going to be our movie review of Incredibles 2, the long-awaited sequel to the first one. Only 14 years. Oh, only. Mm-hmm. <laughs> only 14 <laughs> years. I understand. It, it takes some time to get, you know, a story together. and. Uh... Oh, yeah, because they made sure they told us before the movie. Yes. Guys, it takes a long time. There's a lot to go into this. You got to draw it. You got to computer it. <laughs> you got to <laughs> act it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, movie news. Uh, Aquaman changed its logo. I don't know if you saw that or not. It's a much more brighter than it's the previous oh. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and I guess the first trailer will be released at Comic-Con San Diego. Right. And not last week, like, rumors kept on flying. Mm-hmm. And when it gets released on, at Comic-Con, it's only going to be released five months before the movie comes out. Mm-hmm. And I did not know this, but, like, the uh, Justice League or the Batman vs. Superman or whatever was, like, 17 months yeah, I remember you had One that. One of them was like 17 well, months Well, I think that was almost too early. Because <laughs> yes, it was it like, was. when is this movie coming? It's like I saw so many trailers. Now, I'm not against it being about six months or so. I think that seems about... I'm I'm completely fine with the five-month thing. I, it's like, I don't need to see... I don't need to see it, you know, nine months or 12 months before. I mean, then you start seeing... Because like, oh, you have to keep Lord. changing the trailer. Then you end up seeing four or five trailers, and it's like... Mm-hmm. Either it's the same stuff over and over, or it's like new stuff. And I'm like, well, can you not save some of this for the actual movie? So, I mean, it doesn't bother me. Five months, yeah, I'd say about six months is about what I think is about the right amount of time. Yeah, so I'm so, I'm fine with it. I mean, I'm, maybe a teaser. I mean, you kind of got the teaser trailer with Justice League, so. I mean, you know, with seeing him. Mm-hmm. And the other DC-related news is Wonder Woman has started filming, and Gal Gadot released her first picture of her and her Wonder Woman mm-hmm. outfit. And Steve for, Trevor. And Steve Trevor. He looks like he's walking in the mall. It's like, okay, so how's how's he coming back? So mm-hmm. it's, it's seems pretty interesting to me and so Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's back. I like his character. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just wondering what they're gonna do to bring him he's gonna be back. Maybe he parachuted out of that plane or something. But he was but still he didn't young. have a, he didn't have a parachute. Well, plus he's still young. He's the same age as he was in what nineteen eighteen or something. Well, maybe he just jumped out and fell into a glacier, got frozen, and eventually <laughs> it just kind of thawed out, and he just kind of woke up. Some people from Shield found him. <laughs> yeah. So and said, oh this, wait, I think this oh, is wait. yours. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. isn't ours. <laughs> Whoops. We're looking for Rogers, not Trevor. Yeah. And we got our Ant-Man and the Wasp tickets today. So. Yes, they went on sale, and uh, we bought them seven minutes after they went on sale. So <laughs> we've we got to get the good seats. We're yes, not seeing we the were... 3D, XD, whatever, so it'll just be the plain one, but I guess I'll just have to live through it. Yeah, I don't understand, no, why. I don't understand why they just didn't have, have it in the XD Probably because they can make more theater. money with the 3D stuff. Maybe there's something... I mean, this one seems like... If there's a 3D movie, because, you know, with all the Quantum oh, Realm mm-hmm. stuff, like Doctor Strange, it probably would have been cool to see it in 3D. I wear glasses. I don't have contacts. 
So you don't wear glasses on top of glasses. Yeah, I don't. I don't like doing that with 3D, and it's like I don't really feel like it's worth it. As much, I mean, you still. Mm-hmm. But I do like seeing it in XD where it's bigger and stuff. But if I had a choice between 3D and regular, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I'll just do regular. Yeah. So that's my two cents. That's your two cents. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okay. Incredibles 2. I Was first, it too incredible? <laughs> it, it, it almost was too incredible. Um, my first impressions were, I thought that the animation was awesome. Mm-hmm. I like the story, mm-hmm. and I dare say I like this one better than the first one. Now, see, I don't know if I... I don't know. I watched the first one on Friday to prepare mm-hmm. myself, mm-hmm. and I still really like the story, and it felt a little bit more original than the this one did. So I can't... I keep going back and forth. I totally... And, and it's like one and two is... Yes, I, I've... I, I, Love them both. Yeah. I think the animation here, it's like you could tell, like, the characters looked ahead a little bit more real. Like, you know, watching 14 it, years of experience, they've Yeah, I mean, you, know, you could tell that the, um, so they looked a little bit, I, don't know, I mean, better. They looked a little bit different just because mm-hmm. of what they know now and how they do stuff a little bit different. Yeah. And the fact that I just watched that one. Mm-hmm. Because it's like like hairlines and hair and you know all the stuff they kind of came like, up. It's like they they've been they, able they to look do, the same like, except the detail is was yeah. There's just a little better. bit more like their skin tone had a little bit more natural kind of looking mm-hmm. and um and they've aged well over fourteen years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like the Simpsons and it never never mm-hmm. changes. But you know, I think the characters. I think that with being fourteen years apart, you know, sometimes characters have a tendency to change. Mm-hmm. But I felt like they kept the the core of all the characters the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and then the one thing I did like about this one that you didn't see as much. You saw a little bit was kind of more of like the family dynamic, mm-hmm. and you got that a little bit with the. You know, like the kids arguing and the mom's kind of having to deal with it. And then this time you kind of get the reverse and it's the dad trying mm-hmm. to deal with this. And, um, yeah. And, uh, you know, him just trying, you know, the new math and dealing with, uh, you know, teen girl troubles and, you know, the baby that can do a ton of, st- I mean, what do you do? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Crazy. And then the wife is, you know, you is doing what you want to do, but you're trying to support her, and at mm-hmm. the same time, you're like super jealous. But you know, you know, yeah, because she's out there doing that, and, and I kind of got the, the impression that he's like, oh, I should be the one out there. Oh yeah, because I'm I'm better at it. I'm incredible. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, you're making incredible messes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, and, I, and I liked how this one picked up exactly where the the first one left off at, mm-hmm. and. I think that's always a good way for, especially for like sequels to just jump into some of the action and because I, I guess I just think that's really cool because Avengers did it with Age of Ultron. Like when it started, they were just, they were in on a mission already. Mm-hmm. So I just think that's just a cool way to start a superhero 
movie as long as it's like the sequel that I mean you kind of already know the character so you don't have to right you just know you kind of know what's what's going on mm-hmm. what's what they have and stuff like that now if it's an origin thing you jump into action like whoa, whoa, whoa what the hell what's right, going on yeah but well I guess first Deadpool kind of did that but yeah but then they kind of did the flashbacks mm-hmm. but 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 so anyways I, I really liked how they continued it from the first episode. Um, I thought that was really cool. So you could see how they wrapped up the the underminer or, yeah. or whatever. But <laughs> which he got away. Which he he's got still, away. He's, he's still out there. He's still out there, and he got away with you know a, a vault. I, of I was going to say yeah, a boatload, but it wasn't really a boat. It's a oh whatever it is. A vault full of cash and gold. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah so he's still out there, which is uh, oh man cool. they definitely leave this one the same way they did the last one where it's kind of like. Them chasing a bad guy or something. It's not like a big bad guy, but, you know, they're doing their thing. And now the supers, you know, are able to mm-hmm. to kind of be out again. You know, they can be free to be themselves. And, and I mean, I definitely feel like I wouldn't mind seeing the next one where they're maybe a little bit older. Like where Jack-Jack is, you know, not a baby. Where Jack-Jack's like Dash's age or something. Yeah, or something, you know, a little bit older even, like four out, years. Out of diapers? Yeah, where he can maybe talk or, I mean, even three <laughs> or four seems funny. You know, yeah. just kind of con- being able to control it, but not really. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would say <laughs> kindergarten age. So, and then maybe the girl is in college or, mm-hmm. I don't know, I can't, I don't know what her actual grade is. But she would be like yeah. a senior in high school or... Mm-hmm. You know, freshman in college, and then Dash would be more of like her age. So he's more going through more puberty, and maybe something is affecting his powers or something like that. I mean, you definitely have. I don't know if you can wait another fourteen years. No, I, and I don't. I don't think that they're going to wait another fourteen years. I would think that because this movie came out and made a hundred and eighty million dollars domestically. Well, plus it's like it killed. I mean, it. they can do sequels faster because I mean, how many cars have they come out with? I mean. They can do it. I know Incredibles, it's probably, you know, more dealing with the story and doing a lot of stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I always liked The Incredibles. It was different. It was sarcastic. Mm-hmm. It kind of had, a, it wasn't so much towards just kids. And, and, and I like the, like the setting, like the time period that they put it in. Because it has like all the like, you know, older cars and well, stuff like, like that. Well, it's kind of like in a it's thing just... where it's not, it's timeless. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it could be any time. Yeah. You know, they have cell phones and, you know, super high-tech stuff. But, you know, you have, like, old-style old cars and the buildings and, you and, know. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like they like make it to where it's a little bit timeless. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But the one thing I have to say, if I had to say there was anything in, like, Downfall. And, and it's a kid's movie. So, the the villain, it's like the minute that she was on the screen, I'm like, that's her. Mm-hmm. I, I, I completely agree. I, I mean, I'm like, okay, they're building her. She when she walks in, she's kind of a klutz. So you're like, okay, they're trying to make you feel like she's not. She's, she's not important. She's, she's not a threat. Mm-hmm. And then they get, give the story about their parents, and she was like, you know, if these super, if he wouldn't have just, if they would have just gone into the panic room, mm-hmm. okay, there you go. There's where it all started. Yeah, she doesn't. He, their dad wouldn't have gone to supers instead of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they didn't answer the phone because in the first one, Syndrome had probably already killed them off. Because I was thinking of that, um, that 
syndrome, I, you know, why didn't we see more classic superheroes? All the superheroes they showed were like these new oddball kind of superheroes. Mm-hmm. And it's like they didn't have any of the old ones. And I'm like, well, maybe maybe they're living where the only original ones still alive are Frozone, Elastigirl, and Incredible. Because mm-hmm. all the other ones, because he kind of f- flipped through a switch of supers and they were all like deceased deceased yeah. you know and it was like okay so i wonder if mm-hmm. the old gang is not around anymore mm-hmm. yeah and it's just those three as the original ones mm-hmm. yeah and that's why they're kind of important but it's like you know some of the other supers that they had those kind of bought some of those kind of bothered me like they were a little bit too gimmicky kind of feeling like not as like, they're trying to be a lot more funny with these people. Like, the way that their personalities and their powers were these odd things. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. It's, or they had they were look, they were looked funny or something like that. I don't know. Some of it seemed like it was, okay. I, I get that they don't all look the same. You know, they can be mm-hmm. different. And, sure. But I don't know. It was kind of... I guess they didn't really bother me. The only one that bothered me was, what's his name? The... Uh... The frog reflux guy yeah which was and i think that just bothered me because it was disgusting yeah i mean the girl void kind of bothered me a little bit i mean she was a little bit over top but but yes but i thought her powers were really cool yeah i did like her powers and she reminded me of somebody else seems like i don't know it seems like you know the going to different portals and stuff Mm -hmm. it seems like who does there's somebody who does that and i can't remember who it is like somewhere else, like some other superhero I can't think of. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, but yeah, I thought the story, I liked it. You know, screen slaver, you know, with the hypnosis and stuff. You know, I thought that was a kind of a cool. I could see why there's some epilepsy warnings. Oh, the, yeah, going in the theater. Yeah, mm-hmm. like with the, because, you know, it's all about hypnosis and it's all those flashing lights. And yeah. when you're yeah. in a big screen and that's flashing. All you can I see. Mean, you can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, I think my favorite part some of these movies was was the at home scenes with the dad and the kids, and mm-hmm. you know when he's trying to help them, and like they go to the. I mean, I think I laughed the most when they went to the happy diner or the happy plate, and the girl, you know, they he's like, oh, here's the guy that she likes that his brain got wiped mm-hmm. and like wiped her out totally. And, uh, you know, she sees him and, like, the water doesn't, she doesn't do a spit take. It, like, comes out her nose. And it's, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and she's sitting there and it's, like, still dripping out and she's, like, trying to hide it. And I thought that was mm-hmm. was pretty fun. And, like, you know, just the kind of the, I think they did the family relationship really, really well. Like, with mm-hmm. the little, the little son, the son and the daughter, and you know, you saw a little bit bit of that in the first one, but they were there's so much on the island. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, they're both very good. I think this one is a, definitely a good follow up to the. Well, yeah, because I was kind of after it was done, I kind of was comparing it to, you know, Finding Dory because Finding Dory came out ten years or so after mm-hmm. Finding Nemo, and and I that movie's it was okay. I still like the first one better, mm-hmm. but I think that that with this one, I think that that this was a bigger success for me than you know Finding Dory was for you know Nemo and stuff like that. I just I just 
thought they did a better job on having a sequel to this one than the well, other I think, one. I think The Incredibles also sets up a, a sequel a lot better than Nemo did. Like, Nemo was a one-off kind of movie, yes. but it did so well, they're like, okay, well, let's do a sequel. Yeah, I, I think that's I feel like when what... they did Incredibles, they're like, okay, let's build it as it's a one-off, but let's, you know, it's a superhero movie. Let's... Mm-hmm. You know, we can keep it kind of open-ended. And, you know, they didn't close up everything. Like, the whole supers are illegal. You know, they never... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. They I never closed agree. that door. So, it's kind of like it leads us to, you know, to have something that, you know, can tie both of them in. The mm-hmm. superhero thing. And so, it's like, you know, it's kind of like it finished chapter one. So, if they do a mm-hmm. third one, then it's going to do a, you know, chapter two. Kind of start a new... Ch- chapter of like what's happening now that the supers are free to do their own thing yeah and what happens with that yeah and i and i bet it's not 14 years i i think that when they, when they first did the first incredibles they probably did it because the first one made i think they i think i saw somewhere it was made like 70 million dollars you know 14 years ago for opening weekend i I would assume seventy million dollars for an animated film was probably pretty good fourteen mm-hmm. years ago. Well, I mean, Pixar couldn't do wrong back then. I mean, no, it's like the only one that they that I really haven't enjoyed is The Good Dinosaur. That was Pixar. or Was that Disney? I think it's Pixar. I think that was Pixar's miss. I never saw it. it didn't seem like it, it was worth seeing. No, it's it's not. It's like you had to watch the bonus foot, footage at the end of the movie to figure out how this storyline became. I was like, oh, okay, so that's what that meant? Uh-huh. But still, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's not it's not worth it. Kids, they love it because it's a talking dinosaur. But, yeah. anyways. Um, yeah, it's like probably once they did the, you know, the did the Incredibles, they probably had other ones that they were going to do because, I mean, they've done three cars mm-hmm. in there. It's just like, that, and it probably does take a while to you know, try to get a good story together to where they can be like, you know what? We can do something with this. Yeah. And then, you know, all the other stuff that they do. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and plus it's like making the second one. They might be already thinking about a third one while they're doing that storyline too, to mm-hmm. kind of maybe, I mean, I could still see five years. Oh yeah. And I think that, that for them to do an an animated movie like this, it's going to take longer than the live action one where, right. you know, if like with Wonder Woman, you know, you know, two years later, she's going to mm-hmm. have her, her sequel come out. Well, I think that it, with the animation and all the drawing and getting all the computer work in and stuff like that, it's, it's just going to take longer. I mean, it's basically having years of post-production and, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, once you have it drawn, then you have to do the voice acting and all that. And it's, I mean... Mm-hmm. It's definitely a lot more work for an animated feature than a live action. Not saying mm-hmm. either of them are not hard. It's yes. just different kind of work. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I'm, tr- um, I'm trying to think, you know, the, I mean, we kind of talked about like kind of, kind of how it picks up, you know, you know, you got to see all of the characters you lo- love from the first, you know, Edna Mole had a little bit of a bigger part on this one, not a ton, but it's like, mm-hmm. you just needed a little bit of her and that's. Yeah, you know, she does yeah. her job where, you know, it's just kind of a funny little side bit. Mm-hmm. And um, in the screen slaver, I mean, I think that it, I feel like this movie does also kind of tie into a lot of what's happening now. Like you could see like superheroes and, you know, them 
having like superheroes are illegal, you could kind of see that tie into some stuff that's kind of political nowadays too. Mm -hmm. Kind of the way that they talked about some of that stuff about how they talked about illegals, you know, Mm -hmm. the superheroes are illegals and, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of they're in hiding and, you know, and, um, you know, you kind of see that. And then even like with the screen slaver, like people are slaves to their screens. It's kind of like doing a literal, (laughs) you know, thing to, you know, what people are kind of becoming. Mm -hmm. And so I could kind of see how that kind of can tie into some of the, what's happening nowadays in a loose kind of way, but it's like, you know, we're slaves to our screens Mm -hmm. and, you know, the yeah, and, the and, way that yeah, they're, they're treated, like they're, and they're they're dogging on it because if you you know you dog on it too much, it's like you're not going to have anybody coming to see the movie. All right, I mean it's just kind of <laughs> yeah. like you know a little bit of, and it's not really not putting a political spin mm-hmm. on it. It's just stuff that ties into stuff that's happening now, yeah. so people can kind of. I think it just kind of helps people relate to the characters in the story a mm-hmm. little bit more because it, you know. It's kind of like the way that they talk about it is kind of like the way we talk about, you know, some of the stuff that's happening nowadays. I feel like it's more just makes it more relatable. Mm-hmm, sure. So the story kind of, you can become more of the part of the story. So, um, I'm trying to think, I was, I think there was, there was something else I was going to say. Now I forgot. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of political, there's like one small scene where I feel like Frozone is getting into a car or getting out, out of, of a car. car. Yeah. And the guy who opened it, and he's like, I'm your big, you know, I'm one of your biggest fans. I'm like, man, it looks like they made this guy look just like a young Barack Obama. I mean, it looked Mm -hmm. just like him. (laughs) It's kind of like some of the characters I can kind of feel like they kind of remind me of some of the voice actors that they have. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. there's some people that some of the characters that even weren't voice actors, but I can kind of see they look similar to other people. Yeah, and you know, like the rich billionaire guy, he in a way he resembled you know Better Call Saul, right? And it kind of like it's it's like they can get their essence. Where it's mm-hmm. like the, if you saw them right next to each other, they might not look the same, mm-hmm. but it's like it's like in gestures and mm-hmm. body language, and it's like they almost kind of like watched a lot of Better Call Sauls and kind of <laughs> yeah. got that kind of a you know. It's like I, I feel like they've done. And some of like, even like, um, Greg T. Nelson's character, you know, mm-hmm. I can see, you know, it's kind of like it cause it matches his voice. It's like, it makes sense because that's his voice. Mm-hmm. It, you know, his voice is because part of your voice is how you do your body language and that's how you talk. And mm-hmm. so I can see how they may, you know, have watched some of his stuff and kind of, yeah, yeah. Got some of his body cause it's kind of. You know, the way that his facial kind of like sometimes when he squints and stuff, it kind of reminded me of like coach from, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the nineties and, you know. Yeah. So I think that the movie overall was, was well worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see a third one. I just don't want to wait 14 years yeah. to, to see it. It's like, and it's like, I don't want him to do a third one just because this one did good. It's like, I hope yeah, don't, I want yeah, don't to, rush it through. And then I want it to be horrible. have a good story and take the time to do it. So, I mean, five years, I mean, I'm as long as mm-hmm. the actors are still around, you know? Yeah. I think it's, cause I think that's key for voice acting is like, you know, the kids are, I mean, like the actors and voice actors being able to mm-hmm. still be able to do it. Cause that kind of does the connecting. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, how long has it been? About 23 minutes. Oh. 
let me just talk about this for just a little bit. Does it have to do with the movie? Yeah. It, well, yeah. Is that a yeah or a no? That well, sounds yes, like a it, no. Well, no, it's not. Uh, just say it. What is it? The digital shorts before these things oh. of Pixar. It's like I can do without it. It's like the the other one that was last year with uh, I can't remember what it was. It's like I could do without that. It's like I just don't like the digital shorts because you're giving me four or five trailers. You're giving me the concession stand commercial. You're giving me the XD visual sound. We're awesome mm-hmm. thing. And then you give me a digital short before the movie starts, and it's just like, come on. It's been 40 minutes, and now we're finally getting to the movie. Well, right. Well, I just I, I don't I don't need to see the digital shorts, I, and I don't understand what their thinking is on sticking I feel like digital it's because that's what they've front. always done. I know, but it's just... It's, I mean, I feel like that's the reason. And, you know, the digital shorts, I mean, they actually... It doesn't bother me if it's a good story, but I feel like... I feel like some of them lately have been more to adults. Well, and yeah, like well, the kids well, are what they, they make you lose their attention. Well, yeah, because it's it's like they're all going for like this emotional something bad happens, so you're now you're sad in the middle of this digital short, and then there's the redeeming thing at mm-hmm. the end to make you feel oh good, I'm all, all right. But it's like I don't fucking need to see any of that. Just start the movie, right? And, it's, and I and I know I get it. I could probably just wait and go into the theater late. <laughs> Well, yeah, but then you're trying to find your seat in the middle of pitch black. I know. And I like watching the previews. It's like I'd sooner watch crappy trailers than to watch a I mean, I feel short. like you would just need to take... I just feel like kids are already, you know, it's a kid's movie. So there's going to be kids mm-hmm. in the theater. Their attention span is already pretty short. Mm-hmm. And you show them this little, you know, they're you're like, okay, now we're ready for the movie. Okay, good, good. Mm-hmm. And then they, and then it's like, oh wait a minute, no, it's sorry, it's going to be another ten minutes. And mm-hmm. I mean, ten minutes to a kid is like forever. And especially yeah. when these aren't, I feel like the one, especially this one, was not for kids. I mean, it was, you know, the storyline is way above their heads. Mm-hmm. All they see is a mom that ate their ba- ate her baby. Yes, and, and, and my six-year-old son saw that, and he was just like, uh, "I need to go to the restroom because he that kind of freaked him out." Right, and I'm just like, "It just it's okay, everything's fine." It was just, and it's like, oh, "Okay, you can see that this kind of just symbolized her relationship with her son." What kid's gonna get that? And the same thing, you know, there's another one where it was like a couple paper airplane. Mm-hmm. It was a cool short. I feel like mm-hmm. those things should just be safe for the DVDs. Because yeah, it's like, okay, is it? Is well, this then, your yeah, but then nobody's going to see them, and all these people are putting this work into it. But it's like, you know what? Stop putting all the work into these digital shorts. Well, I mean, you could you could have the digital short that's going to be in the DVD. Put it on YouTube. Do other stuff like where it's available for people to watch. Yeah, I mean, but that's like Pixar, Disney. They don't, I mean, I'm talking about them, you know, cracking open a vault or something to. <laughs> but I mean, anyway. But I feel like just put it on your streaming service here in two years. Yeah. I just feel like if you're going to do it, you're going to need to do something that's going to keep the kids' attention or it's going to just need to be, like, super short. Like, some of them have been, like, pretty short. Mm-hmm. Like, two minutes. three. It's, like, a, the same length as a trailer. I feel like if it gets any longer than a trailer, then it's going to lose attention. But It's like, I, I just don't. I guess it's just, it's too much 
for me, and maybe I'm in the the minority on this, but it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna have it, it's like then get rid of some of the trailers. Just give me two trailers. Give me the commercial garbage of the concession stand crap and the ultrasound awesome experience thing, and then give me this thing. It's like I I don't need to see four or five you know two two and a half minute trailers, then all that crap, and then the digital short, and then the movie. Yeah, I mean, I feel like. I just feel like, you know, the stories are good stories, but they're, like, not made for kids. And you're losing their attention span, and it's just making more work. It's like, it's a movie for kids. Come on, let's just let's just do it. Put it at the end. So if somebody wants to watch it, they can watch it at the end. I don't know. Well, then nobody's going to see it. Everybody's going to get up and leave. Well, who cares? It's still playing. <laughs> What's the difference between it playing and somebody looking at it playing? <laughs> I mean, it's not that there's no difference. I know, but maybe they just want people to, they want as many eyeballs on this thing. What's as, the difference? If I, it's playing, if I close my eyes while it's playing, it's the same thing as it's playing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody's there sitting there with their eyes closed. I mean, <laughs> what's the difference? There's people walking out of the theater and they're watching it. There's, they'll be the same amount of people who care. I mean, there's so many people that sit till the end of the credits, no matter what movie it is now, because they're, Marvel has made people think that every single movie needs to have an end of the credits scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know. Anyways, that's that was my probably you know at least four cents on that whole digital short stuff, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But hey, nobody took their feet off. I mean, their <laughs> their, <laughs> their, their shoes off. Yeah. I don't know if anybody. Did they? I don't By think you? so. The, this is my second pet peeve in a movie theater. Since we're talking about stuff that bothers us, heavy cologne. No, I mean that's no, not. That, not I got on the inside of you. I, I, I was smelling his cologne. I don't to... know. I didn't pay attention to it. it. Didn't bother me, I guess. But anyway, it's why don't people pick up their trash when they leave a theater? They have the trash cans on your way out. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is pick up a cup and take it outside with you. I mean, I get it that I guess these... I just feel like it's the, the people that are there to do their job, but it's like... I just feel like it makes just... you seem like such an ass mm-hmm. that you can't pick up your fucking trash. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. And it's like... I, I get it. You might... Mm-hmm. People spill popcorn or, you know, something happens like that. Yeah. But if yeah. it's your cup in the cup holder and you're just too fucking lazy to throw your arm out and put it in the trash cans that are on your way out. Yeah. You're, you're passing them. You're passing them. You're walking slow because it's a crowd. Just dump the trash. Sometimes the trash cans are even out mm-hmm. because the people mm-hmm. are standing there waiting where you can just literally, it's just putting your trash in the trash can. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, teach your kids to clean up after themselves. Yeah. It's like going to, you know, a park and eating outside and then just leaving your trash on the, Right. Picnic bench. Because there's a custodian of the park that does it. Mm-hmm. And most likely you're going to pass a trash can on your way back oh, to yeah, the car. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's like, come on, people. Common decency to other. I mean, no. it just bothers me so much that people don't care about anybody but themselves. This whole... It's just, it's just <laughs> a symptom of what's wrong with everybody nowadays. They only think about themselves. They don't teach their kids... How to clean up after themselves, how to take care of themselves, how Mm -hmm. to respect and, you know, comprehend that other people live in this society. 
And if you're nice to them, they'll be nice to you. I mean, you know, it's just come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it kind of makes me, you know, a side note is this weekend I also saw the Mr. Rogers uh, uh, documentary. So that's where this is coming from. No, it's not because this has <laughs> bothered me every time I leave a theater and I see stuff. But it's kind of like, you know, he genuinely cared about other people. Like, there was no ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. His show was specifically just to make kids feel good about themselves and to know that even if they're different, it's okay. That's what makes you special. Mm-hmm. And it's not, and you know, people say, well, he made a whole generation of people who don't think they need to do anything and they're still special. It's like, no, that's not it. It's helping kids to know that even though you're different, doesn't mean that people are better than you. Mm-hmm. And don't think that you are a mistake because you're different. I mean, it's like people like that. There needs to be more of those kind of people around today because I feel oh, like it yes. would. I mean, come on. You don't have to teach the world. Teach your kids so then they can teach their kids. Instead of making this an idiocracy, let's make it, you know, somebody that's decentocracy. You know, <laughs> let's make just decent human beings, people. So there you go. That's my four cents. Okay. All right. Well put. <laughs> well put. Well, are you ready to get to uh, grades? Oh, yeah. We'd still do that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot we're talking we got, about we Incredibles. we got to bring this back to uh, Incredibles <laughs> somehow, some way. Okay. Well, at least we're over 30 minutes now. Good. I feel good. Uh, okay. Grades. I'll let grades you go first. Ranks. I am going to give it an A. Oh. <gasps> I really enjoyed this. I thought it was well done, and I would have zero problem going back and seeing it again. Mm-hmm. I thought that th- I loved the story. I loved the animation. I loved all the action from the beginning fight scene kind of thing to the you know the chase scene where she's on her new electric girl bike, electro bike or whatever, and that thing's splitting in half. Oh, and yeah. I thought that whole thing, trying to run down the little hover train thing was really cool and and then the kids at the end of the movie being like the only supers who were able to save mm-hmm. all the other supers who you know had the funky goggles on their heads and were being controlled by right you know screen slaver so i just thought that it was just a, a well a well done movie and mm-hmm. i just don't want to wait 14 years for another one but i will wait long enough for you to do it right yeah. <laughs> don't rush it if it has to take 14 years, I'll deal with it. Yes, yes, I will deal with it. It'll be fine. <laughs> so, an A. I mean, I I agree. It was really good. I think I'm giving it a B. I'm going to give it a B. It's a okay. solid B. I'm glad I saw it in the theater. I don't know if I need to see it again. I definitely would watch it again, like, rent, you know, renting it. Or if I'm over at my niece and nephews and their kids want to watch, I'll be like, sweet, let's watch this. You'd love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think that it's definitely a solid B, and it's one of the better Bs that we've seen. I mean, I've only given one other B, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's definitely it's definitely a solid B, because I really like, I mean, the stuff that bothered me in it didn't really bother me enough to not like. I mean, it was just kind of more, just a little, hmm. Yeah. But not a, ugh. It was just kind of like, I don't know. I, I, I still, overall, I liked it a lot, so. I'm giving it a B. Awesome. Okay. Rankings. This is the 10th movie that we've seen. And let me just start from the bottom. My number 10 is Rampage. Number 9, A Wrinkle in Time. Number 8, 
Deadpool 2, number 7, Ready Player 1, number 6, Solo, number 5, Tomb Raider, number 4, Ocean's 8, number 3, Incredibles 2. So you have like And then number 2 is Black Panther, number 1 is Avengers. So your top 3 is a uh... Solid superheroes. Yes, and I think with with you know the amount of money that this thing made this weekend, one hundred and eighty million dollars, and somebody what said something came out a, you know, a couple weeks ago about our superhero movies are the, have they run run their course run their or, course yeah. already because because some some movie didn't do well. I can't remember what it was. It's like uh, obviously not. I think it was like, Deadpool. Was it Deadpool? I mean, I think I think Deadpool made a lot of money though. Uh, who who know. knows what it was or who what I was reading, but it's not dead. People are animated or live action. People are flocking to see superhero movies. Mm-hmm. I yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's going to be. And later in the year, when you have Ant Man and the Wasp, I think it's just going to do just as well. I mean, it's all blockbuster movies. I mm-hmm. mean, there's. I know, and then they'll probably come out with this talk when you know Aquaman and Venom roll around, and they don't do very well at all. And people are like, oh, it's just because people are just tired of it. No, or it's because, or those because movies suck. It's bad. It's because <laughs> so, these movies suck. Yeah, because you have you know companies like go like Sony and uh, you know Warner Brothers who are trying to do this and have just failed. So yeah. yeah. Okay, so my ranking. So, number 10, Rampage. 9, Wrinkle in Time. 8, Tomb Raider. 7, Deadpool. 6, Ready Player One. 5, Ocean's 8. 4, I think I'm going to put Incredibles at 4. 3, Solo. Black Panther, number 2. And number 1, Avengers. I go back and forth. That could change. Between Solo and Incredibles. Depends on my feeling. Because even between the movie and now, I kept on going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Who's four? Who's three? Who's four? Who's three? I just... I know. I, and I, I, it's like, I, you know, I look at this list when we do our movies and I and I go from the bottom up and I, I, I get to, to Deadpool and I just feel like I need to put it higher. But then the moment I think that I need to put it higher comes all the mushy bullshit stuff. Well, it's just like, Vanessa, you know, when I'm you just like, at- no, I'm just, I'm, it's going to stay where it is. Eventually, one of these days, I will rewatch it to see if I still have that problem. I have a feeling that I, I will, but I might appreciate some of the other moments a little bit better. Eh. But I, I feel like it's going to be, it's, the, it's still going to have I the same like problem. It's going to be like when you watch Justice League now and you wish you put it lower. Keeping Deadpool low is probably where you should have kept. I know, and I made it. I made such a huge mistake last year giving Justice League mistake. Justice League a B. That thing was so far from a fucking B. It is. It was an F. Mm-hmm. It, it's an F all day long, and I should have just <laughs> given it to it. And give it to it's a like, good. <laughs> it's like I used to be able to somewhat stomach watching Justice League, and then Avengers: Infinity War came out, and I saw how a big, huge team-up movie should be. Mm-hmm. And I no longer want to watch Justice League. Like, I won't watch it. My kids, they want to watch it. That's fine. They're not really paying attention to the story. They're just seeing their heroes up on right. screen punching bad guys. But me, it's like, I'll turn it on, and I'm leaving the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So. I agree. All right. So that's all I have, I guess. Uh, Ant-Man's in, no, Jurassic World. Yeah, that's next week or this weekend. So that'll mm-hmm. be our podcast next week. Then we have a week break for movies. Then we have Ant-Man and the Wasp. So that one I think is going to be a Thursday night show and a Friday night or a Friday podcast. Podcast. Mm-hmm. So that and one. And then after that, then it's like a almost a two month break before right. the next movie. But, but so this week we have Supergirl season finale. Yes, tonight. So the end of the week we're going to have our mid season show on Supergirl because it's been what uh-huh. six episodes that we're going to talk about. Where it's just going to just blend into one giant. And pretty much it'll just be me talking about the last two episodes. <laughs> yeah, there might be some things that we talk about in general, but it'll probably mm. be mostly about season finale. But, you know, it's Supergirl. Yeah. But anyway, we'll have they, that. They did her wrong on CW. They did oh, her yeah. wrong by, by squeezing in Legends and having her run well into June. Right. I agree. So, uh, yeah, so we'll have Supergirl. But next week... What show starts? I mean, this week. Is it this Friday? Well, I wasn't talking about that. Oh, I'm talking about oh, preacher. That's right. Sorry, it's good. Big weekend this weekend. Will be a big weekend. Luke Cage. This Luke Cage weekend? on Friday. Season premiere of uh, Preacher on Monday, preacher? on Sunday. <laughs> so it's gonna be good. Gonna mm. be real good. I can't wait. That's gonna be some good good watching. Yeah. So, all right. That's my plans. Now, mm-hmm. I, now I think I'm done. Now I'm done. Now I'm done. Okay. Well, cool. I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. We'll be back later this week with our Supergirl review. We also still got to squeeze in a season finale show ranking and all Which, that. That'll stuff. probably be season the end, of, the end of next week. Yeah, I think that'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah. So, uh, Anyway, you can always find us online at ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at ScreenBeansPod. You can also find us on Facebook. Friend us, like us, share us, you know, whatever makes you happy. You can also find all of our podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, or, you know, wherever on the dark web you can find us. That's going to wrap it up for today. We'll be back later this week. And until then, we'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. Bye.